Welcome to Squared Circle Rewind, episode 16, where we will be reviewing WWF SummerSlam 1988. Comes to us from New York City at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon and superstar Billy Graham, brother, mm. are on commentary. So awful. He says, <laughs> Billy Graham says brother an awful we lot. We would be in ADAC right now. If it's we get a it's shot actually good. It's one, it actually makes me wonder... Did Hogan start saying brother because of Superstar? I think we all started saying brother now because of Superstar. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. If you guys want to play a fun fun drinking game, take a shot for every... No. Every no, because that will create alcohol poisoning. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Don't do that. You'll don't, be an ADAC don't even drink week. water every time he does it. You'll, have, you'll get water poisoning. <laughs> I know how that feels. All right, so let's go to the first match. Okay, well, before we go to the first match, oh. I mean... <laughs> Okay, at the beginning, at the opening credits, um, it's actually what is to be the Royal Rumble theme. It's actually SummerSlam's initial theme, which actually was kind of unusual for me. Because the Royal Rumble theme is pretty iconic. Uh, that's how you distinguish which event it now, was. Now, when you say theme, then. are you talking about music or the yeah, theme the, of the, the opening? Yeah, the theme for the opening. Like the graphics? It's, no, like the song. Oh, I didn't the theme know. song. I, that's what that. I didn't even song. notice that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the Royal Rumble theme. I like, just knew I was forward. watching a 1980s opening. <laughs> and uh, okay, what is with Power. Billy Graham? What is with Billy Graham's shirt that he's got on? Like, wh who is it on there? Is it is it Jesus? Is it Magnum TA? Is it wait? There's a guy. In is the it shirt? Michael Hayes? Like, what is it? Yeah, it's a guy. Oh, it's a guy I, with like curly blonde hair with a mustache. I'm like, okay, like this is uh, another thing I missed. I missed that too. I didn't even see that. I was, How did you not see that? I was waiting for them to show the ring because he was annoying me already. Within the what first were you? 10 what were you paying attention to? The Gorilla ring. Monsoon. How had did the you ring in the background? Kate, Billy Graham is the polarizing <laughs> figure in the middle of the TV screen with this big pink shirt with a man on it, and you didn't see that. I was looking at Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, his earrings, oh, his earrings were, were distracting me. I wasn't trying to look for it. It was just freaking staring at me in the face all right let's let's move on anyway from... it's a perfect spot for the event it's a new concept it's a new event they turn to their go-to venue the mecca of all sports entertainment madison square garden oh. going to our first match which was an excellent match by the way just gonna throw that out there is the fabulous Rougeau brothers versus the british bulldogs and there was a quite the pop for the british bulldogs yep in this yeah. match obviously um, their faces Yes, thank you. Um, Fabulous Rujos. It was it was weird though because the Rujos were going for the handshake at the beginning, and the Bulldogs kind of attacked them from behind. So it was a little <laughs> yeah. bit of an interesting beginning there. I don't yeah, know if the Rujos, the Rujos are the heels going into this. I think Dynamite notorious for attacking from behind. Yeah, he yeah Dynamite doesn't care. <laughs> Dynamite, Dynamite doesn't care. He'll attack anybody. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I thought the match was pretty good. One mention that you made a couple podcast episodes ago was how Savage gets into the ring. Yeah, where he, he sits on... Yeah. yeah. Is it... Sa no, it's Bret Hart. Am I talking about Bret Hart? No, you're talking about Savage. How oh, he pushes, how, how he pushes, how he pushes it, it, how he yeah. pushes it yeah. down and hops Dynamite it. Dynamite does that too. Yeah. Ra Raymond, Ramon does it. R yeah. Ramon? Raymond. Raymond. He does the exact Raymond. same thing. Rougeau. So you didn't give him props hey, for that Rougeau. too? I didn't notice. Yeah, he pushes down and hops in. Oh, that's pretty good. You know yeah. Sabby, you don't know his Billy Graham shirt that's in the middle of the freaking screen at the You know, we didn't notice a lot. Jesus. Okay. I just noticed his earrings. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um <laughs> What I liked the most about this match was every time the Bulldogs would start to blow a comeback, the Rougeos would cut them off. I like mm -hmm. that. They cut them off at least six times I counted. Yep. And like it kept, and the crowd was hot yeah, the it whole was. time. It, would, it didn't kill the crowd, 
and they kept on they would they would start to blow the comeback and then the Rusos would do something and cut him off or or and or they would uh they would hold on to the guy's legs so he couldn't go and tag and, mm-hmm. and stuff and like another good tag team match showing that where you don't have to do all these crazy moves you could just use psychology yep. for it right that they couldn't get it get get going both teams told a really good story in the match, and I thought that the execution of teamwork really stood out. Yeah, yeah. both of my moans. Oh, well. Uh, okay, they go to the third note. No, the, the, there's one here where uh, <laughs> I noticed that there was a spot where R- R- Raymond? I'm Raymond. Say, I'm going to say Raymond. Raymond. They say it in a different, like... It's not Ramon. It's not Raymond. Ramon Rougeau. R- Raymond. R- Ramon. Raymond Rougeau. There's a spot where he yells at Jacques to trip Davy Boy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was awesome. He's like yeah. Jock, and then Jock just trips him. Yeah, and then like I just thought this was classic tag team wrestling. Yeah, the heels were just like the tag team moves they were doing. Like it was just I loved it. And I I'm I shouldn't be surprised, but Davy Boy is so strong. <laughs> really, so strong. Uh, I've he, never known him to be that. I never. Yeah, he gets. I thought he was uh, decent. He gets Raymond in a power like in a press slam position, and just throws him onto the top rope to crotch him. Yeah, that kind of made me cringe a little bit. Yeah, it made me cringe, but, like, what a heck of a spot to mm-hmm. do. You know, like, holy moly. Now, I didn't watch it, want this match to end. I was enjoying it so much. Yes. That, yeah. And then the finish came, and it caught me off guard. Yeah, the time limit. But they, the weren't, annou- they weren't announcing there it like no... David Penzer does in WCW. <laughs> <Yeah>. I had <laughs> no God. idea. All I know is the bell rung, and I'm like, is someone hurt? What's happening? And they're like, yeah. oh, time to draw. I was like, what? That, and, that's and that's a good way to do okay. it. And that's, that's a good great because way to do it, it sucked you in that you don't even realize that it's done. And, and then, I was okay with it. Yeah. Uh, right before the end, Davy Boy press slams dynamite onto Jacques. Yep. Which is sweet. Which is just sweet. Like, and he does the headbutt. Yeah, and he does the headbutt. That, that was pretty cool. Um, so this match finished in a time limit draw. Uh, very good match to open the show. Yes. And even though, even though these two teams at this point are kind of having their differences behind the scenes, and it is well documented. Uh, they were pros and produced a top-notch entertaining match to start the show. All right, so then we go to the second match. All and this right. is where all the momentum stops. <laughs> okay, well, there's a segment of Brutus Beefcake being attacked by Ron Bass with a spur. Oh, okay. Kind of... Oh, I, put, I brought that up in the... Oh, uh, the okay. Match. That's okay. Talk but, about it. I mean, Talk about it. How that's related to Beefcake having an IC title match with Honky Tonk Man is a little be- bewildering to me. I, I I got nothing on that. Did you, did you guys make any type of sense to that, or is that just 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 okay? Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and I like uh, actually in the, some of the commentary when they were showing that, I said I like how Jesse Ventura actually justifies the. The beating says, well, think about all those haircuts that Beefcake's been handing out. This is turnabout fair play. <laughs> the 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 uh, the version I watched, which was like a DVD disc of the SummerSlam set, they censored out everything because was, there was blood, I guess? Yeah, they censored out the stuff. That oh, so, okay, out. so, like, that was on the original recording. I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was because, like, I had bought the thing later, but, like, they censored out all that stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I made a lot of notes for this next match. The next match is... Uh, Bad News Brown versus Ken Patera. And as soon as I hear Bad News just jaw in the crowd, I just start cracking up. I love Bad News. Trash-talking the fans, including little kids, playing a good heel. He's an awesome heel. Mm-hmm. What would you guys make of this? 
I hated um, this match. Okay. <laughs> Kento Terror. I hated it. Yeah, he, he was, Terror didn't do a good job. He's, he's basically Richard Simmons to me. I can't think of Every time I see him, I think he, of Richard Simmons. Every single time. That's all bad, I thought of it that way. Bad News <laughs> tried to whip him into the ropes, and Patera botched it. Yeah, they did like this 360 spin, and, yeah, and then he did hit 360 the turnbuckle, like, oh god. And then Bad News and then you could, <laughs> does the same thing. If you look at Bad News, you could tell he's like, what am I in the ring with here? You know, like, what are we doing? And, like, I just checked out at that point that I didn't write any other notes. I wrote the, the finish. The fans didn't even but, care. No, the fans were... If you were watching the fans like I do, you see them looking around. You see them buying popcorn. And there's, like, no cheering. No. And the worst case scenario is no reaction whatsoever. Which is really sad because, I mean, Bad News is actually very ring savvy in there. He actually did a very good job at taking advantage of, uh, like, openings that were given to him. He actually yeah, executed it well, but I mean... Patera was junk. It, oh, it was. <laughs> it was. I, I don't like the name of his finisher, the Ghetto Blaster. What? That's epic. Ah. Call it the Bad News Blaster or something like that. You yeah, know? but he's supposed to be from the ghetto. He's supposed to be from the mean... From Harlem. Is that what they actually... Is that mm-hmm. where they build him from? Harlem? Yeah. Right? Oh, I didn't even know that. I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's Harlem sure. or... It's, 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 something like that. He's built from the ghetto in WWE. Like okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He also, okay. He also had that called in Stampede Wrestling as well. Yeah. Was it called that in Stampede? Mm-hmm. See, I never watched enough of Stampede Wrestling to watch Bad News. So do you guys have anything else to add? Because I only got the finish. Um, I hated this match. Uh, the Ghetto Blaster is an enziguri. Just for anyone's wondering. Pretty much. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's just an enziguri. Enziguri. But how to it, the back of the head not, instead of the side? It's not an assisted enziguri. It's just, yeah. it just jumps and kicks. Actually, the best part of the match, I thought, was when Bad News is raising his arm outside the ring, just looking out into like just nowhere. Ref tries to raise his hand. He's like, get off me. <laughs> I so, the best part I love was bad the, news. Shout out to bad news. So bad news is in the, is in the, um, was in the corner. And then Patera took a run at him. Bad news moved. Patera runs his shoulder into the ring post, comes out selling it. And then bad news hits the ghetto blaster to the back of his head. One, That's two, three. Uh, thank God that match was over. Let's move on to the next one. And uh, next match is Ravishing Rick Rude. Versus the JYD, the Junkyard Dog. Um, at the in this match, you, I don't know if it has anything to do with. I don't know. Did you find that JYD's kind of really regressed in this match? JYD looks old. He uh, does, and I don't know if it had something to do with. Uh, it, it just looked like Rick Rude didn't really have his game that night, but it just he, may have something to do with he was working with JYD. You know, yeah, it could have been a chemistry issue because you could put two great workers together if they don't have chemistry, it doesn't matter. But JYD looked old. Yeah. Uh, Rick Rude looked like, why am I in a match with JYD here? Uh, oh. This match was garbage for, for yeah, the two guys that were in it. Uh, this was garbage. Okay, the spot where he pulls down his tights and Cheryl Roberts is on it. Okay, and then Jake Roberts in the end comes out and... The crowd actually gets a really good pop for that 20 seconds. But then I go, well, why didn't you just have Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude? Because, I mean, their rivalry is obviously still red hot. They never yeah. really had a proper blow-off for the whole rivalry. This is a this is what it is to be, like, the second biggest venue of the year. It's an MSG. Why don't you put these two on the show to have the final blow-off and, you know, have Rude go over? Obviously, you're having him propelled into going into a main event status. I, di- I just didn't get the booking on that. Yeah, you definitely could have had Rude wear Cheryl Robert. So the whole the whole spot was JYD gets knocked down, Rude goes to the top rope to hit a, 
a diving fist drop. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen someone do it lying on their feet. Yes, and uh, so Rude starts to take off his tights. And I'm like, uh, What's okay. happening? And then he takes it off. He's got another set of tights on underneath with Cheryl Roberts' face right on his crotch. Which I thought, ass. Which I thought was hilarious. So he dives and he hits the, the fist drop. And then Roberts comes in, causes the DQ. Now, my problem with this was... At this time, they're still trying to put over that that there's purses to each match. The, there's a winner's purse and there's mm-hmm. a loser's purse. Mm-hmm. So Roberts came in, cost JYD the match, and so Rick Rude wins, and JYD's like, eh. That's fine. You know, he, it, like, Roberts, you can see Roberts say, like, I'm sorry, and, he's, and, and you can see JYD almost go like, yeah, it's cool. Like, why is it cool? He just cost you the match. He just cost you money. It cost you money. Like, what? I yeah, kids got to put food on the table, man. <laughs> I don't, I just, ugh, two bad matches in a row. And just missed opportunities with booking. Yeah, what, what do you got to say for this, Dave? Dave, are you awake? Uh, the only notes <laughs> I really had was his tights. I thought they were hilarious. Yes, the tights just, were hilarious. Even the first set of tights were The good. diving fist drop was completely odd to me. I've never seen someone land on their feet. And why are you doing it to JYD's like, head when his head is like stone his, his hard? It's part of his face. It should have, you know, if they're yeah. going to, from a story point of view, if he did that, if he had done that onto his head, like Rick Rude should have actually broken his hand. The best part was when Roberts came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was the best part. Yep. Because the fans actually reacted. Yes. And I was like, that's bad. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't react until a person came out. So we go from a bad match to another bad match. Uh, okay. And this. Uh, Pardon me. Uh, the Powers of Pain versus the Bolsheviks, which Holy is Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. Not Zorkov? Not Zorkov, no. Or Zorkov? And, 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 not, and not Nikita, Nikita Koloff. Nikita. Like, there's just too many Russians <laughs> in off. wrestling federations to, these days. Uh, the Powers of Pain are faces in WWF. And it's very awkward Odd. to me. Yes. Like, coming from it WCW, where they were, like, the dastardly heels, you know... Uh, the mon- I guess not dastardly, sorry. The monster heels. And now they're like over as baby faces. But this match was quite sloppy. Oh, yeah. Did you see that like spinning uh, roundhouse, kick, kick? roundhouse kick that was a spinning knee? Yeah, he... Uh, was this, was this, he debuted that. Was this Volkov? Volkov yeah, he yes. debuted that at the Wrestling Challenge. Oh, that's Classic. right. And we're like, don't do it again. And he does it every match. Yeah. Like, he just does it. Yeah. And it looks terrible. And it looks absolutely terrible. Well, he doesn't care about his stock, and, and he And he comes in to break up a pin at one point. But the... Like, the ref is supposed to be distracted. But he times it too early. So he comes and just kicks kicks the guy. And the ref's like, oh, okay. No big deal. <laughs> it's like, what are, what are we doing here, guys? This is why the Pirates paying me to stay heel. Yes. Well, they, they don't... I don't, I don't they think look they were, too weak when they're faces. Because they were trying to do, like, double team moves and... Quickness and it just it was not working. Well, they should have just they dominated. Yeah, they should have just smashed them. They should have just stood there and let them walk in. But this match, I didn't really feel it because there was too many botches. Mm-hmm. Oh, too many botches. Way too just, many botches. Like I, like, I don't it mind a botch here. You know, a, a botch here and there doesn't bother me because it happens. But this was like consistent. Yes. And I was like, I'm done. I'm already tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you guys got nothing else? I could tell the finish of this crap Please match. Do. Okay. Yeah. But this part I did like. I did like their setup here. So Warlord does the uh, running power slab to Zukov, and then Barbarian hit a diving headbutt on him to win. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was like a nice setup finisher. So that was nice. 
Uh, you know what upset me is that Barbarian later will do that walk on the middle rope to hit an elbow, and he didn't do it in this match. And mm. I always thought that was quite impressive for a man of his size, yep. and he didn't do it, so I was like, I checked it's out. True. <laughs> You're not going to do the moves I want you to do? I'm out. Oh, and one other thing I forgot to mention. Um, Baron Von Rafsky is their manager. Yes. I had no idea Baron was ever in WWE. Yeah. He was, he was yeah. called the Baron. It's called the Baron. I had no idea he was ever in WWE. You, could, you know, like, they tried to hide him, but, like, <laughs> his chin and, the, and the, like, his facial features, you could totally tell it's him. Yep. <laughs> not, not a very good job I of hiding I can tell him. by the way they're just walking like walks. Yeah. Um, and, so, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, what was well, that? Well, I was going to say, because you're going to go to the next match before that, because, because uh, God hates cut me. You off before you. <laughs> because God <laughs> hates me. He decided that, that, that Jesse hates Jim Duggan. That was a polite cutoff, though. I like that. Uh, and and you know who else Jesse doesn't care much for? His brother Love. So what should we really? do? We should have like a brother freaking Love. segment with these two guys. Are you kidding me? And I sat through it, and I watched it, and I absolutely hated it. You don't like Brother Love, I really? I hate Brother Love. No. Ah, no. he was a heat-seeking no. missile, man. I don't love him. I don't love I him. Love for what he was, very articulate, and All right. a very good character. Let's go to the next match. <laughs> All right, so Brother Lug seg uh, segment, and uh, okay, we're gonna skip that. Skip it. It was Duggan. No. Oh, and um, <laughs> brings us to the Intercontinental Title match, which is the Honky Tonk Man, who was supposed to face Brutus Beefcake, but yes. was attacked by a spur by Ron Bass, who has nothing to do with the entire story whatsoever. Well, I'm, I'm sure I'm, you would like to think they're gonna set up a rivalry between Beefcake and. Because everyone wants to see that. And Ron Bass, I'm sh I wait till Survivor Series. What? I'm pretty. They're gonna have to have it, right? You would they, think. They couldn't do it on like a. That's not a pay per view. <laughs> Where we don't have to <laughs> we watch don't have it. To see it. Um, so, Honky Tonk Man gets into the ring, and uh, he says, uh, "I do, I wanted to. These people wanted to see the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Bring me anybody, and then and then." Uh, who was announcing it was Howard Finkel and he's like and his opponent is what are you ready guys then, long pause and then there you go and the crowd goes bananas and like they the crowd jumped like people physically jumped out of their seats when they heard that that music and Warrior came down why like why do you think I'm a Warrior fan Man. The thing that made the match though was just Honky Tonk's reaction. Just all uh, arrogant, cocky, saying, Give me somebody. I don't care who it is. Yeah. You hear his team. He's just like, What? Whoa, hold on. Yeah, uh, War comes in like a house of fire uh, and just proceeds to squash Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> At the it. beginning of the match, he comes in and he runs through. Did you see Howard Finkel just freaking biff it? Yeah, he gets biff out of the ring. Yeah, he just has to he has to bail out of the ring to get out of the way of Warrior. Uh, I, you know what? I know it was a squash, but I liked it because it's a great squash because it worked. It's warrior. It worked for what they were trying to do for surprise for a and surprise shock guy. Factor, wow! And, and ten out of ten for that one. If you're gonna have a surprise guy come in. Have it be Warrior and squash Honky Tonk, man. I gave this match a one out of one. Of course you did. That's my boy. I did too, uh, to be honest. 
that for, for the impact it was oh, and the so, surprise it's like what a twist it was so warrior, i even knew his music was coming and i still reacted like the crowd yep yeah, yeah i just i love warrior's entrance it's just uh so he flew in hit his uh double shoulder block or sorry not shoulder blocks did he hit a shoulder block i don't think shoulder, block, shoulder yeah. tackle yeah, shoulder tackle i'm sorry and then and then press slammed Honky Tonk Man, splashed, one, two, three, we got a new champion. It took about 30 seconds. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Honky Tonk never even took off his jumpsuit. No. And what I love, later on in the card, I don't know when it comes in, but they go to interview Honky Tonk Man. And uh, he's all upset. And he turns to Mean Gene, and Mean Gene's like, you got beat by a, by a powerful man. And Honky Tonk goes, that was no man. I said I wanted to face a man, not a warrior. This was this was rigged. This is not how you should treat the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's pretty good. And special uh, shout out to the ref who nearly got killed like six, uh, seven or eight times while Warriors frantically running around. Yes, yes. Uh, and then from to be from, honest, if you know Warriors coming, just exit. Yeah, that's true. But and they like, go into the crowd. Get into did. the crowd. He's a bull. He's a raging bull. It was a surprise, Dave. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But he's, he ran that ring really fast. That's right. So then from there, we go to the next match. Oh. Yeah, the shot in the arm match. And then we go to we Dino just... Bravo versus Don Morocco. Oh. And that's where I went and took a nap. You said that wrong. It's this, The Rock. The Rock Don, Don Morocco. Morocco. The original Rock. I've hated four of the six matches so far. Is it six? Yes. Uh, and the seventh match was the worst one of the, of the night. This was awful. Absolutely awful. How about those jumping arm drags? Ugh. There's one point that Dino Bravo jumps into an arm drag. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don Morocco had the catch. I don't. I don't. I just. I, I refuse to believe they teach that in wrestling school. I just refuse. Uh, I just. Ugh. Ugh. There were so many botches. After a bot, and that was after a botch monkey flip too. They did yes. a monkey flip wrong. <laughs> like Dino Why Bravo over rotated it? and almost landed. He like, basically landed on arse on overhead. His rear end. Yeah, yeah, he went ass over Tico. Yeah. Like, what is, is, like, what are we doing here? And then he sat there confused. <laughs> he was like, "What just happened?" Just, <laughs> this match was just awful. Just wait. Are you saying it was awful. not magnificent? It was it no, was, no. Wow, his no. name is such a contradiction. Ugh. Well, he's the Rock now. They had to drop magnificent the Rock Don. No, no, it's just the Rock Don Morocco. They got rid of the magnificent because they realized he's not. <laughs> Anyways, let's stop talking about this match and move on. So Bravo hits the side <laughs> suplex to such a finish, eh? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm you guys gonna... saw that because I didn't even see it. <laughs> I'm just gonna hold you up by my side for, and he held him for a long time yep. just to show how strong he was, and just dropped. Do you know how tall Dino Bravo is? He's like five foot six. Five foot six. Yes, five so seven. It's yeah. a far drop. Oh god! <laughs> what a bad match. You know, we're bad, finished. bad match. At least the at least the Morocco has a power driver as a finish. Right. Let's go to the next match. <laughs> next is for the uh, tag team championship, which is um, the Heart Foundation, who get no entrance music for some reason and get. Yeah, that, I just thought that was well. They weird. haven't. Uh, some of them haven't come, haven't gotten music yet, though. Like, the, it right. hasn't come. Well, into, still, they're just show them in the ring. I'm like, oh, okay, this is the title, whatever. Yes. Anyways, I just thought that was weird. And they're facing demolition with Mr. Fuji and Jimmy Hart, uh, which is also uh, weird. Well, they they mentioned the announcers mentioned that Jimmy Hart 
sold out the yep. Hart Foundation. That's right. And uh, and he still owns their contract, which That's I correct. thought was was quite quite a thing to bring up. Uh, and this match was for the tag titles. I, I love Demolitions the champs. I, I love the eighties for this with the 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 Heenan family and yes. the Hart Foundation. Yeah, like I, I've always managers, loved how they did that. How and managers own contracts of wrestlers. I think we're missing that these days in current wrestling, where we don't have the manager. And every influence. heel had a manager, it seemed. Yeah. Well, because managers were useful because if the guys couldn't talk, here's Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan could talk, or Frenchie Martin. <laughs> Frenchie Martin was better than Dino Bravo. I totally forgot about Frenchie. Right? Like, for talking? Ah, la touche. Ah, la touche. <laughs> uh, like, today, like, a guy like Paul Heyman should have a stable. Like, it, there should be a dangerous oh. alliance again. You know, like, with... Uh, they tried uh, it. Remember they tried it with Nathan Jones and uh, Matt Morgan? Yeah. Can, can we do it with, you know, you know, actual wrestlers? Well, didn't he do it with Curtis Axel Ryback for a time? No, but he should have. So back to this. (laughs) We totally Um, like went generations. Yeah, that has like nothing to do with the match. You know, I thought this was a decent match. Um, Again, like Demolition, the Demolition formula is we're going to smash the crap out of you. And that's what and, they did. And you're gonna and you're gonna sell a bunch, and then you're gonna try to blow a comeback. We'll cut you off, and that's the finish. That that's a demolition match yep. through and through. Um, so for what it was, it was good. Bret Hart is it's so good. Is so good when he oh. runs the turnbuckle and takes it into the like into his chest. Start from a botch. Yeah, for a botch. And, and he still and he still made it look good. And then Ben Wass started doing, it, and a lot of people started doing it because yeah. it, it looks so powerful. Um, so I thought this match was decent. Uh, I did not like the finish. No, but the finish, was, the finish ruined it for me. It was decent. I think it was a little flat, personally. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what it was. I, it just I didn't. It is didn't it wow because me. you is is it because you couldn't uh, get your energy back from that five star classic of Don Morocco and Dino Bravo? Well, no, it actually put me to sleep. If anything, oh, but, man, um, there you go. Maybe you had a shot of espresso. It just it it just felt flat. It it, it was. Yeah, it felt like a filler match. It could have been better for the for the tag teams. It could have been yeah. a lot better. Because I've think? seen them have good matches. Ever both of both teams. What do you think, Dave? What do you think I of think this? Ben's a Debbie Downer. Myself oh personally, my <laughs> I loved it. But yeah. that's because I just love watching Brett wrestle. Yeah, and even like I I, I respect Anvil. And I like him. That slingshot he did over the top rope. Yeah, that sometimes was impressive. he's really sloppy. Yes, like very, like very rarely, but when you do see it happen, it's very obvious. And he wasn't sloppy this match at all. Nope. So that's why I liked it, and I, I loved the beatdown that Demolition did with, with just with the double axe handles over and over. Yeah, just smash them. Love it. Yep. And then the finish, like you said, really oh. because this is the second time we've watched Demolition win because of a manager, but yet they're supposed to be booked as. Demolishers, As, yeah, like yeah, like, like they're monster supposed, heels. They're supposed to be monster heels that they could just demolish you. Now, wouldn't like I would have rather seen the Powers of Pain versus Demolition for the titles. Oh, you see that down the road. Yeah, like I just thought that that would be a better fit than having the Bolsheviks at all on the card. <laughs> yeah, like, <true laughs> whatever yeah. avoids the Bolsheviks from coming out. So, Mister Fuji distracts the ref, and then uh, Jimmy Hart. Uh, gets attacked by Jim Neidhart, and Hart Jimmy Hart throws the <laughs> megaphone into the ring. I was going to say Hart. That so the tongue twister that you know, that wouldn't have helped. Those. So Axe grabbed the megaphone, hit Brett with it, and then and then because Brett was on top of Smash pinning him, so then 
Brett rolls over because he's knocked out, and then Smash climbs over. One, two, three. There's your winner. Wasn't it nice to actually see the megaphone attack work? Because whenever yes. Jimmy does it, always misses. Yes, <laughs> always actually, misses. I'll give uh, I'll give Axe some uh, some props. So as soon as he hit it, he got out of the ring. He concealed that micro or that megaphone right away. Like he did a good yeah. job of hiding the evidence. I thought, yeah. which is good should've ring savviness. He should have tried to stuff it down Brett's tights. <laughs> Like uh, well, like that WCW yeah, thing we watched the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So Demolition retains. Demolition retains, and then we go to the next match, which is a Debbie Downer match again. Uh, yep, and it is Coco Beware versus a Big Boss Man. You know, when I was a kid, I liked Coco Beware. I did too. When I was a kid, I loved Boss Man. Watching him now, it was all because of the stupid bird. Because Frankie? Yeah, because he's not good. Coco Beware's not good. Like, I'm watching him, like, what value does this guy bring to anything? His bird dance. I guess. He didn't really do the bird dances. But much. I haven't seen a great match with him yet. And I, I always thought he was a good wrestler, but maybe maybe it's not on pay-per-views as good wrestling, which kind of sucks. And Boss Man still looked green. Oh. He did. Green he as goose poop. He did very much, there yes. And he was in WCW in before this. Yeah. Like, you'd think he'd have some work in, but he looks so green. And he sweat. So very, very much. <laughs> like, I I don't think he should work in the summertime. Like, that guy, like, his shirt was absolutely soaked. Can we talk about the botches? Yes, you can. Go ahead. So, first of all, did Bossman hit a big splash? <laughs> was, that, was that a big splash? What was that when he went to the top rope and it looked like Coco moved? No, wait, wait, wait. I hate it when you mean, did he hit it? Do you mean, did he hit it? Or yeah, did he like, try? Did he try? Did he successfully he, hit he it? He tried to hit it. And then I think Coco was supposed to move, but he didn't. He moved too slow. And he moved too slow, and Bossman hit him in the head, and they just decided not to sell it. Yep. Just, they just kind of rolled out. Uh, and then there was also... Um, that was brutal. The the one spot where Coco jumped, and Bossman was supposed to catch him, and then catapult him over his shoulders to hit the tar- uh, post. Ah, yes. Yes. And he did that, but he catapulted to, to like, the right Yep. Of the post, and it just yep. looked so bad. And then Bossman hits that corner splash, the avalanche splash, and Coco <laughs> just no-sells it. Yeah. It was and an awful, it was an awful like, avalanche splash, too. Like, you he, not see the size of Bossman? Like, get some speed going into that, Bossman. Come on, man. Yeah, he was, he kind of held back. I think he, he, was, he, held, I mean, I think he was afraid of hurting he people. He held back and then did the weirdest little hop going into it, <laughs> and it looked so dumb. Yeah. I think he was just afraid of hurting people, which, you know, and you know what? was understandable. Even the finish with the boss man slam, that was sloppy too. No, yes. but he got better as time went on. That was a bad example you of know, it. it. Later on, he starts doing a spin, adding some oh, yeah. flair to it. This one, it was like, he just like did a rock bottom. Okay, well, at the beginning of the match, uh, like, am I cra- why does boss man need to sneak up on a guy and attack from behind at the beginning of the match when he's like half his size? You know? I don't know. But, I, that's, I just, but at least I, the heel did it. Like yeah, Coco, Coco was was it wasn't dynamite. Yeah, it wasn't dynamite. It wasn't the face attacking guy. Bossman no. should. Bossman's a monster. You should just hit him right on. Just run, like just walk into him, and just knock him over. I've always thought it was yeah. weird though that they they let Bossman wrestle with his handcuffs. Yeah, you would think like, that's, that's a foreign. Object. You know that too. Huh? Like, that's a foreign object, and he's just allowed to carry in the ring. Yep. Like yep. if that's the case, Jimmy Hart should be able to attach his megaphone to his competitors. Yep. They could, just, they could just wrestle the megaphone on. I'll give both of these guys a, uh, some props for one spot they had. That's when Coco did that drop kick off oh, uh, the top. That rope. was beautiful. That was nice. And Bossman like folded over in like a 45 degree angle. Like he actually 
made it look like he just got like ninja kicked <laughs> in the face. Boo! This match sucked. Let's move on. Oh, Boss Man won with the sidewalk slam. Yes. There called the Boss Man Slam. Boss Man Slam. I don't, is it called the Boss Man Slam yeah, it's yet? It's called the Boss Man Slam. Called well, Boss Man Slam. I don't think it's called that yet, but it's oh, called okay. Boss Man Slam. That's all right, so we go to the semi-main event. Which is... Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Woo! Versus, hey, for his second appearance of the night. Yes, versus Hercules, which makes me again ask, why is Jake and Rude not having a match? But I... I'm just going to digress with that and just... Yeah, it, this was... Um, Jake carried the match. Yeah, but Hercules still looked okay. He was okay. Uh, he was decent. He's better than Dino Bravo. Very much a slower-paced <laughs> match. Was he better than Morocco, you think? Yes. Okay. Um, slower-paced match. Lots of rest holds. better than Morocco. <laughs> lots, lots of rest holds in this match. Yes. To the point that Billy Graham even has to make a cover-up saying that he likes... The opportunity gives the competitor to talk trash to his opponent. Yeah, Brother! I've never heard a commentator make a reference like that because there are so many uh, rest holds. It was now so many. Hercules is huge. Yes, mm-hmm. until he stands next to Jake Roberts, and he looks tiny because Roberts is so much taller than him. Yeah. Roberts is he's deceptively like, big. He's he like is. he's like six foot eight or something. Or he's six a foot big seven. boy, and I'm like, even though Hercules is wider, he was six, he was six six. Jake, even yeah, though was, Hercules is wider. He made Hercules look small. Yep. Yeah, he did. The whole match, I was like, holy cow, he's so small. And I like Hercules' punches. Yeah. Yeah. I like his working punches. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, I thought they worked a jab. Yeah. You know? I I think they worked a very solid match. Um, They kind of brought the crowd. There there was a boring chant. There was a boring chant, but they brought the crowd around towards the end, which is good because they got them ready for the main event. Oh, the finish was so good. Uh, The finish was great. Uh, Hercules had Roberts in a power slam uh, ready to go and Roberts slipped out of it and turned Hercules around into the DET 1, 2, 3. And he sold it so good. Yeah, well, Hercules just hit it and was dead. Yep, done, DDT. You know, um, so I I like this match. It was, was, it was slower paced, but it was solid. Considering was solid. we just saw Dino Bravo and Don Morocco. That's right. I was, I was skeptical when I saw the when they announced the two. I'm like, uh, I don't know about this, but on paper it didn't look like it. No, over. but it, but it the, exceeded expectations. So I'll, I'll give it props. Did you see that one botch though, where Jake Roberts went for an on the apron hot shot, and Hercules oh, flew yeah. over the top rope yes. onto Robert? Yes, it was like, oops, <laughs> oops, oops. I think Roberts was like confused. He's like, what just happened? Yeah, but uh, overall, that that was the only botch I really saw. I thought I thought it was a solid match. The only thing that the only problem with that match for me was the it was just the pace. Pace was a little it bit slow. They could have, than it should have been. yeah. They they could have they could have had this match go eight nine minutes, but they they kind of stretched this one out for about fourteen to sixteen. Holy cow, is that yeah. long? Is that yeah. long? Eh? Yeah, oh, and they, it seemed long. It didn't seem that long. Yeah, I think it's because to give the main event time to get their stuff together. Okay. Um, and that's what we're going into the main event, which is the Mega Bucks, which is. Comprised of million dollar man Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant, managed by Virgil and Bobby the, the Brain Heenan. Is, is Heenan a manager or is he a special advisor? No, he's a manager to um, Andre. Andre. Okay. And, and Virgil's the bodyguard. Virgil is the bodyguard of Million Dollar Man. There you go. And they are up against the Mega Powers. Mega Powers. 
hours of um, Macho Man, Randy, Macho Randy Man Savage, <laughs> and uh, Hulk Hogan, and with their manager Elizabeth, and the special guest referee is Jesse the Body Ventura, who is too good to wear a referee shirt. So yeah. the whole build up to this. What's the story? Because the story for this is amazing. So WWF, like we all know, this uh, does the best vignettes Vince building is up. Such a great storyteller. Building up anything when they show you those videos leading into a match. It makes you want to buy anything. You want to be in the match. Uh, it sells you. So, Andre and DiBiase jump Savage, and then Savage challenges them to a tag team match. So they accept, and then the next week on Superstars or whatever it is, he's yeah, Savage says, "I got the best tag partner available." And then Real American hits. Hogan comes out. People go crazy. Great now, Hogan Hogan hasn't... Like, this was in... I think the date they put it in. Because SummerSlam was August. This date was, like, the end of July. So, Hogan hadn't been seen in, like, three, four months. Which and is... He was filming a movie. Yeah, I think he was fil- filming No Holds Barred yep. at this time. So, like, it was a big deal for him to come back. It was back. just good timing. Yeah. And then Jesse Ventura is on the Brother Love segment. And the million-dollar man comes up and stuffs money in his shirt pocket. And Ventura says, you know, like, of course I'm going to take the money. Like, I'd be a fool not to. <laughs> you know, because he's Ventura. You know, calls it how it is. Um, and then from there, we do the pre-match interviews where Hogan and Savage talk about their secret weapon to defeat the Mega Bucks. <laughs> They're going to have a secret weapon, okay? So we got to wait for this. Well, they got a weapon. They got a weapon. So... <laughs> Is it a mass destruction? No. We get mass so we get to the match and I like this is that Ooh. Ted DiBiase comes up to Ventura and he makes them change like the corners that they're tagging in. He makes them move the tag rope. That completely caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I just kinda it? cocked my head to the side and yeah. like, what happened? Yeah, because Andre and Ted DiBiase said they didn't want to be in that corner, they wanted to be in the other corner. So Jesse Ventura has to switch the tag ropes. You kind of look at Rand- you kind of oh, see phenomenal. Savage and Hogan just kind of looking at each other like, um, what, what, all right. what do we do now? <laughs> and then halfway through the match, though, they do a spot where Randy Savage gets confused which corner he's going in, so it made sense then. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm like it was a you know lead to a spot. Yeah. yeah, I will say though, like usually I'm very particular with how I like to have the title defended. But I was okay with the title not being defended. Because they Cause told a story. They told a great so story. Uh, you could tell, even at this point, Andre's hurting quite a bit. Like, yeah, he's, so he's shoulder tackles Really? Because I actually thought he was a little more agile. You, did you see match. those shoulder thrusts in the corner? They were yes, slow. Yeah. They were. He just... He looked a little more active, though. You you could tell, though, that, that he's going to be a tag wrestler from yes. till the end of his career. Oh, because yeah. DiBiase did all the work. Which is fine. Like Andre's only got to do a little bit. so good at bumping. Uh, is great at bumping. And, and anytime... anytime Hogan or Savage would start to blow a comeback. DiBiase would do something, get Andre into the ring, and Andre would cut them off. Yep. So they used Andre well yeah. in this match. And um, <laughs> Ventura, I thought, they did a very good job of showing that he was not going to be bought off, air quote. Like, he was yelling at Andre to stay in his corner. He was yelling at Virgil to get down from the apron. He was yelling at Elizabeth to get down from the apron. Yeah, he was so, really reprimanding Elizabeth. Yeah, he was though. all over the place just trying to keep... like. The way they booked it was that it was almost chaos, and Ventura was the only man that could control the chaos, which they did a very good job of making it look like he was doing a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, no, so he really wasn't. 
There was a spot in this match where I was confused, and I think Savage was just as confused as I was, where Andre was laying down, and I forget what Hogan was doing to DiBiase, but he was showing Randy Savage that he was on the wrong turnbuckle, because Savage was going to go for the top rope elbow. So Savage had to get off yeah, the turnbuckle I saw that. and walk over to the opposite end. Yes, yes. And it took like about 30 seconds for Hogan to get Savage's attention. Yeah. And like, if you look at Andre's face, he's confused. He's like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. And then Savage hits the elbow onto Andre. Or no, yeah, Andre puts his... Uh, oh, no, oh, yeah, later. Savage puts, puts, puts the up. elbow and then Andre, Andre puts, puts his foot puts, up. Andre just puts his foot up. Which sends Randy out. Which sends Randy out. And then so that's Hogan, why Hogan was telling him to go to a different corner because Andre would not have been able to hit him with the yes. foot. <laughs> and then Hogan gets thrown out by DiBiase. And this is where we get to the good stuff. So this is where the secret weapon comes weapon in. Weapon of mass destruction. So Not destruction, distraction. distraction. So Ventura starts counting and then Elizabeth gets up on the, the apron. Ventura tells her to get down, and she kind of half goes down, so then Ventura goes back to counting this. She gets back up and goes to the other side of the ring. And at this time, Virgil and Heenan are on the apron. The Virgil side. and Heenan are up on the apron. DiBiase and Andre are yelling at Ventura to count because they feel like they got the match won. And then Elizabeth rips off her skirt. Got no pants on, everybody. Got no pants on. She's wearing... Um, red. 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 Panties. I want to say booty shorts. I guess would be the... Like, they were booty shorts. The what, what would you call them? They're, they're panties. Just panties. They're just panties? Oh, yeah, they're Granny right. panties yeah. sounds rude. So just yeah, it panties. wasn't... Yeah. Lady bloomers, I think, is the technical oh, term for it. No, they are. They are. Such a comical title. I'm Googling that right now. I think I think they would be called lady bloomers. Yes. So she took off her skirt but, to expose her lady bloomers. To, yes, and, and she's just wearing red underwear, and people are going bananas. Like, like... Heenan, Virgil... Everyone's distracted. Yes, they're all staring at Liz. The and they're commentators like, are in awe. Yeah, what's happening? Ventura doesn't know what to do. The fans don't even know what to do. And you could see like like Hogan and, and Savage on the outside going like, Who? And they do the mega power they handshake. <laughs> they do the mega power handshake on the on the other side. It's like, oh, okay. He's getting the ring. And I guess. I guess that's <laughs> your wife's hot, man. Yeah, she is. So they get in there, and then. Uh, Hogan knocks out Andre, uh, uh, scoop slams DiBiase, then he puts his foot on DiBiase's chest. Now, he scoop slams DiBiase, and he's almost in the opposite corner, <laughs> and Savage still hits the elbow drop. Yep. I couldn't believe it. Like, he had to fly a good distance, so he hits what the elbow. What do you mean you can't believe it? It's macho. At just he the amount of space. Everything. It's just the amount of space, man. Macho. I know. So he, so he hits the elbow drop, and then Hogan goes and hits the leg drop. Now, I was impressed with the powers of pain. These two that just did that, that is the most powerful tag finisher ever. Between the leg drop and the elbow drop, nobody's kicking out of that junk. And then <laughs> Hogan pins DiBiase, so Ventura goes down to count, and he goes, one. And big pause. Two. And big pause. He's kind of holding up. He doesn't want to count three. And then Savage pushes him down to count the three. And there it is. The, <laughs> the Mega Powers win. End of rivalry. So there you go. What what I found, like, Elizabeth showing off her panties. And that was, like, risque in the 80s. Compared to ten years from oh, this point Jesus. where we see, like, Sable with handprints on her boobs yeah. and stuff. Like, how much... 
Times have changed. How how much times will, will change in the next 10 years? It's just, like, that was interesting to see. Uh, but all in all, this was a crap pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just crap. I gave this a 3 out of 10. I, I thought this was horrible. I gave it a 3.5. Uh, I'm surprised they did more SummerSlams after this. What'd you give it, Ben? Not the greatest start to the SummerSlam saga. Um... Three and a half is fair. Three and a half. Three and a half. And that, that was a cameo from uh, from a person. <laughs> um, just a fan. Just a fan. Uh, so <laughs> a three and a half, three and a half, and a three. These two are being too generous. It was a three, if not less. Okay. Um, I gave it. I gave it a point five. I gave it three point five. The uh, the extra point five was for the Mega Power Edge. <laughs> so. Everyone still watch it though, because you're gonna get to hear Billy Graham say "brother, brother," and that's it for this week, folks. Join us next week on September Wednesday, September sixth at eight p.m. Mountain Time, where we will be reviewing episode seventeen, uh, WWF Survivor Series nineteen eighty eight. Seventeen, really? Episode seventeen. Here's September. It'll take us out.